Good evening, TDN listeners and viewers. Welcome to another episode of This Week in Interview with your host and guide, Anthony Drago. As usual, you know, it's a pleasure to be with you tonight um, for the hour or so that I get to spend in your company because I appreciate the time that you've put in your schedule to spend with us. I don't take that for granted because I know everybody is busy. And if you make the time to spend it with us, I appreciate it. And I, I plan to make it worth your while in the in form of the information that you get on this program. I have some folks who are loyally tuned in every week, my regular listeners and viewers, I call them. So welcome, 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 welcome. I, I really appreciate the fact that you come every time. And I want to invite you to continue to share the link and share the live because the information that we have on here is so valuable that I, I believe the more people who hear it is the bigger impact it will have. And if tonight is the first time that you're listening to this weekend interview, welcome. My objective is to make sure that you like what you hear and see and sufficiently that you too will become a regular listener on a Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening in Dominica, welcome. Um, RVR Jams Radio carries this weekend interview live on DigiPlay Channel 59. So welcome if you if you're listening through that channel. Also, we are on tdnradio.net if you, if you don't have the ability to watch because you may be driving or you may be at work. Um, that's tdnradio.net. There's also tdntv.net where you can see us live. We are also streaming live on the various Facebook pages. Uh, this Week in Interviews Facebook page, TDN Radio Facebook page. And we are on YouTube, which is TDN network one tdn tdn network one yeah i think i got that right and we are also on some of the other um social media platforms there so there we go uh, very warm welcome tonight we are talking about violence and um and and the just the whole imposition of the negative imposition of power on, on, on someone who is less powerful, physical, mental, and, and otherwise. The serious scourge in our, in our society is something that we cannot continue to look the other way or to sweep under the rug. And so we want to take a stark look at it. Right now, I know Dominica is right in the middle of its celebration. And with that comes probably an increased consumption of alcohol and all of that, which are factors that lead to an increase in violence and so we want to pause in the middle of our celebrations and shine a light on this very critical aspect of our society that we need not ignore domestic violence and so take a quick break we do the character anthem every time when we come back i'm going to introduce you to my two guests and kokozana ilis from voices and she's the founder and president and Lifeline Dominica Executive Director, Sister Tina Alexander. We'll, we'll, we'll welcome them right when we come back from listening to Mikkel do the CARICOM anthem. Stay tuned. From many distant lands, our forefathers came. 
心事情一份醉，心包断肠。Waged and fought through victory and pain. By test of their courage, our freedom was gained. In homage to those gone before us, the heroes of lands in the sun, we vow to join hands and to focus on building. Caribbean, raise your voices high, sing of your Caribbean pride, sing it loud and strong, feel our hearts beat as one. Celebrate in song as we rise to heights where we. Welcome back, and thanks for staying with us through the break.、Uh, we do the Caricom anthem because if you are a regular listener to this week in interview, you know that one of my aspirations is to see more collaboration、um, between、um, people of the Caribbean. I think our people collaborate; our leaders keep us separate. But whatever the case,、um, I think as as a people, we should be aspiring to to face the world. United, because we can achieve so much and impact the quality of life of our people so much more if we do it together than trying to do it separate. So every week, I play the Caricom anthem. I play the Caricom anthem more than Caricom itself, and I I I get stories from folks who say they have never heard it before. They did not even know that there was a, a Caricom anthem. But tonight, our topic is domestic violence. And I have two ladies with me, Miss 
Enkokozana Ilis um, from Voices. She is based out of St. Martin. She's joining us from St. Martin. And uh, Lifeline Dominica, the executive director is Sister Tina Alexander. And she, both of these ladies are going to bring us some education about the existence of this unfortunate set of circumstances in our society. I say unfortunate, and that seems to minimize it because some consequences are usually so dire and so severe that saying it's unfortunate is sort of not giving it justice. But it is unfortunate that it exists. It, it's uh, especially so for the victims of, 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 of domestic violence. And so I want to go to the guests. I want to give them a very warm welcome and uh, to, to, to let them know that, you know, we are in solidarity with you and your organization. And we thank you for the work that you do, both of you, um, bringing awareness to, to the existence of domestic violence. So, Nkokozana, I'm going to go to you first. I would like you to introduce yourself to the audience. Um, we do it concisely because we, have, we, we will go into further things in more detail, but give them an idea of who you are and how, what brought you, what brings you into that realm, into that battle against domestic violence. A very warm welcome to you. You've been on with us on, um, on, on, on the recognition that the month of October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. I think it's probably the third or fourth year we've had you on in October to, to help us to, to mark it and to, and to bring to people awareness of what it is. So welcome back, Nkoko Zana. Thank you so much and good evening to everyone. I'm happy to be back actually so thank you for having me and i am the president and founder of the voices foundation and voices stands for victory over injustice consciously eliminating silence it's an organization a non-profit organization that was founded in 2002 and the reason for the foundation is that in 2001 my youngest sister was brutally murdered by her husband and then he murdered himself. And I made a pledge to my sister that my voice will become her voice and we will become the voices of humanity. So I launched a foundation in 2002. And it's a foundational organization that empowers, enhance, enlightened, and teach people through the way that you think you can change everything. So your thoughts, your words, and your action is one. And it's also an organization that really empowers not only women, but also empowers men and teenagers. Because domestic violence is not only for women, men also find themselves in domestic violence situations as well, as well as teenagers, you know, high schoolers. So it's very important to be mindful of that as well. Thank you very much for that, Nkokozana. And as usual, every time I hear about your sister, I am, um, you know, it, it wrenches my heart. And, and I always, even if it's been a while, I still want to express condolences to you and to your family and her family as well. And, and we can go into more of the story if you wish to as, as we go on with the conversation. 
But let me take this opportunity to welcome Miss Tina Alexander. She she she's affectionately known as Sister Tina. So I'm going to refer to you as Sister Tina for this conversation, if that's okay. Um, you have an organization called Lifeline Dominica, of which you are the executive director. So introduce yourself to the audience. It's your first time, but like Enko Gozana, I, I look forward to you being um, a regular uh, uh, because, because the issue of domestic violence is not going away. It doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. And so I want you to introduce yourself and introduce your, your organization, um, Lifeline Dominica, to the audience. Sure. Um... I'm Sister Tina Alexander. They call me sister not because I'm a nun, but because I'm everybody's sister. Um, and that's fine <laughs> with me. Um, that's fine. And uh, my husband's from Dailies in Dominica. I have my children in Dominica. I have my passport. <laughs> in fact, maybe I should say Saka Ferna. Um, <laughs> I love that. Meet all my Dominican uh, friends and colleagues across the region. Um, we have a little organization called Lifeline, and it, it was born out of the uh, the call that we had from, from God to come to Dominica and to offer people a lifeline if they're in trouble. And uh, I was a psychiatric social worker in the 90s in Princess Margaret Hospital in the APU, uh, in the psychiatric unit. And I was aware that Many people were admitted to the psychiatric unit, but really got no help. Um, they maybe were given medication, but there wasn't anybody to follow up and find out why they had become troubled in the first place. Um, and as I listened to people, I realized that uh, many people were troubled from their childhoods, from bad things that had happened to them. And uh, I trained as a counselor, having been already trained as a psychiatric social worker, I trained as a counsellor at UWE and set up a private counselling practice from 2001. And so Lifeline is the platform for that counselling practice. And uh, people come and talk to me and uh, we take it from there. I have a network of victim supporters that help people report crimes. Um, and then we have several recovery strategies to help people to come to terms with what have happened to them and to make sense of it as much as they can and to build creatively uh, with the broken pieces to make something beautiful. So we have a program called Peace Together. You'll hear all about it. <laughs> no, that, that, that is wonderful. Um, if you for a little bit, because as you mentioned that you provide counseling, um, it's a perfect time before we lose, to start to tell folks who may be listening or know somebody who can who can be helped by you. So let's tell them right away how they can reach you, um, giving your contact information. Well, sure. My my number is in everybody's phone in Dominica already. So it will be Dominica one seven six seven and then two three five eight three six seven. That's my. So that's slow, that slower, please. Two three five. Eight three six seven. Seven. Okay, great. All right. If you don't get me, you put two seven five, and then the same eight three six seven, and you get the office. Um, really, the best way to get me is to WhatsApp message me, because if I'm talking with somebody or listening to someone, I won't answer the phone. Um, but if you WhatsApp message me, I'll come back to you. 
Um, that's the best way to do it. Um, and I, we have a counselling service that we can offer people counselling. Um, people do pay, um, but I have some people who who give me a bursary fund, so that uh, there are some people who can't afford to pay, and that's understandable. And uh, we will arrange as far as we can for them to be sponsored to to get the thing off their chest. You see, sometimes you don't have the money when you need the counselling. Um, and some people too uh, have come to a place where they have made peace with their past and they want to help somebody else in that situation. So they will uh, donate funds for us to be able to counsel people in that situation. Um, our victim support service is free. It's voluntary, people provide that. I've trained uh, a number of volunteers and we help people by going with them to the police station um, or to the welfare division or to the gender bureau according to where they need to go um, and court because there's a whole process of prosecution and being a witness is very harrowing and very lengthy and people need support okay so awesome um lot to a lot to to explore in there um a lot of good work a lot of good service from what i'm hearing um initially and gogozana you're based in saint martin um, give us a little bit more um, information on some of the activities, some of the services that you, you do from the Voices Foundation. Your mic is muted. Excuse There we go. There we go. We also have what we do, we try to um, allow women or men to become self-sufficient and in a sense of not seeing himself as a victim so much, but as a victor. So not to dwell in a victim role, but to be saying, you know, I am a victor. I will and I can overcome whatever has happened to me. We don't judge anyone. So when persons come with their stories, it's not for us to judge. It's for us to listen and to enhance the persons where they are. Because you have some victims who will leave their partner and then they will go back to the partners because remember it's it's a whole traumatic situation and you got to be able to listen because we are hearing a lot of things but we're not listening really to what's happening or what they're saying so we have to really listen i am a social worker by profession and i have another um social worker on board within voices team so then we will do the counseling and we also do self-defense workshops because we believe it's very important that women or men who are in abusive situations understand that they can protect themselves as well and as much as possible. And a lot of us, even though we are not in an abusive situation, we are not mindful of our environment. We got to be very mindful of our environment. So if you're walking to your car at night, observe the situation, you know, Pay attention to your environment. Sometimes you just walk in a car, turn it, the key, jump in and can't be gone. No, walk around your car sometimes. See what's happening. Stay from a distance. Look at your car. Look at the environment. Know what's happening. And it's very important that we understand that when a, a victim understands that she or he are no longer a victim, that's when they will leave. Sometimes we feel if we keep telling you got to leave, you got to leave. And we say, I'm tired of telling this person to leave and they are not leaving. It's not what you want or when you want it. 
that individual has to make up a mind or his mind and the spirit. And when that is done, is nothing will stop him or her because they're gone. Most of the time, what we try to do is avoid the situation that happened to my sister where they will end up getting killed. So we try to avoid that as much. And I am very grateful to my sister because of her situation. She has allowed me to use this situation in an opportunity that I never probably would have ever. So I'm thankful to her and to many other victims who has contributed their time because we also will have victims who will come and give their story to another person who's going through a situation to enhance and encourage them because they have left. So how to encourage the other one now to leave because it's so important. But we not only handle the victims, we also handle the perpetrator because it's very important to understand that you can empower right and not left. You got to empower both because both is in a situation. So the person who is doing the abuse also needs help. So we would also help them. So I will have men who will come who are in abusive situation or men who will come because they are abused. They are the abuser and we handle both. It is so important to understand, People say, yeah, but why would you help him? You should know everybody needs this help. If you want to have a society free of violence, domestic violence and any violence under that umbrella, we have to understand that we need each other. And that's why I love the theme for this year. And the theme is everyone knows someone. And that is so true. Because I always say we tend to look outside of us and see that a person is being abused. But I always say look at home, look at yourself. Sometimes you abuse yourself. You're tired, you're still behind a computer. You're tired, you're forcing this, you're forcing that. That's also abuse to yourself. So in order to allow persons to love self, we got to love self too. And that's why Voices Believe, it starts with us within the Voices team. I cannot give you what I don't have. But I have to make sure that I have it, that I can give to everyone. And that is important. Well, thank you for, for that, and especially for sharing your personal story about your sister. Let me, let me ask you about the situation of your sister. Was it a situation where um, folks around her knew that there was something not right in her relationship, or did it just come as a surprise? <laughs> the, the, it was a surprise because my sister was not with her husband. He was with someone else and she wanted a divorce. And he said, if I cannot have you, no one will ever have you. So you see, in that way, it's, it's twisted because you could say that he loved her. And again, you could say he is selfish. So however you twist it and you turn it, I can never condone my brother-in-law action, but I will never hate him as a human being because he had a problem and needed help and never got it. So for me, I'm a Buddhist and what I do, I would chant or I would pray for my brother-in-law that killed my sister and people think you're, you're crazy. No, you got to understand the dynamics of, of, of everything. Remember everything starts with seven generations before us, seven generations now, seven generations before, after, sorry. So if I have animosity and hatred towards my brother-in-law that killed my sister, I'm doing the same to my nephews 
and then pass it on to the other generation. So you got to stop it within your generation. Now, my father was also murdered. My father was one of St. Martin's Freedom Fighting, and a, 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 he was also a politician and the first person, black person, to have a newspaper on the island of St. Martin. So I grew up knowing my father was murdered. And then my father bought a gun and kept it under the seat of his car to protect himself. Now, I always tell my siblings, our father killed his own daughter. Now, they think, yeah, you're crazy. No. You look at situations from the root and not from the cause. As I, as I, again, as I, not from the surface. As I always say, cause and effect is a very strict law. It doesn't bend corners. Now, my father made a cause when he bought that gun. Of course, we say, yes, he bought it to protect himself. I agree. But he also bought it to kill another mother and father's child, another human being. Now, 30-something years after my father was murdered or died, his last child was died by what? Got murdered by what? A gun. Now, I would say the same one he bought to kill somebody else, kill her. Of course, that's just a metaphor. But it's allow persons to see and to think further than what we're just seeing in front of us. We say things, we do things, and we think things. It's also an action that gone out. So it will come back, but in now 10, 15, 20 years from now. So I always allow victims or the abusers to understand, be mindful of what you're thinking, what you're saying, and what you're doing. Sometimes it's about, I hate you, I will kill her because you're angry, but you already make a cause. Now maybe somebody see you one day and just shoot you. And you say, but I haven't done that person anything. No, not that person. But you make a cause towards somebody else, you will kill them. So you see, I'm going deep. And this is what voices does. Voices allow individuals to understand that the power lies in our spirit. And whatever comes from your mouth comes from your heart. We cannot take it back. So we got to be very mindful of a lot of things around us. So no, my sister was not with her husband, but he came to see the children. And of course, she never stopped him from seeing his children because they're also his children. And then he went there and then he shot her once in the, in the chest. And then he called her mom and told her mom, because my sister met my father's side. He called her mom and said, I just shoot your child and I'm going to kill her. So I'm going to put her to talk to you. And that's what he did. And then the second bullet he gave her, shot her in her heart. So there was no way that she could have been saved by anyone no mother no no one so by the time her mother got to the home she was already murdered and the children were two and four at the time now they're grown men and i'm so proud of them because they're doing great and they're so sweet you know so we have to understand that it's all of us responsibility we always say earlier that or in in our parents time it takes a village to rear the children and i still believe in that it takes a village to stop domestic abuse and any form of abuse. Because if you know that your neighbor is being uh, abused, if you don't want to contact her personally, report it to somebody. And that's why, like the theme, everyone knows everyone someone. Knows someone. Thank yes. you so much for sharing that in Kutana. Um, that is touching. That is that is so touching. And and I congratulate you for get into a place where you can talk about it um because i'm sure that was very traumatic um sister, sister tina uh we, we we're pushing up hard against a, 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 a an upcoming break 
But I wanted to ask you about um, the term domestic violence, because when, when we contacted you and, and we said that we wanted to do a program around domestic violence, because the month of October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, um, in your response, you said that you, know, you don't refer to it as domestic violence, you refer to it as gender-based violence. And so I suspect there is a teaching moment there. And rather than ask you personally in response to your message, I waited so that we could, you could share it with the audience. So I'm not the only person who will learn. So I want you to expand on that concept for me a little bit. Why, why not domestic violence? Why is gender-based violence maybe more encompassing, more reflective? I don't know. I'll not put words in your mouth. I just want you to... Um, Expound and teach me, teach the audience about that particular perspective. Sure. Um, domestic violence, the term, is a bit old fashioned now because um, that implies that uh, it happens within the four walls of your home. Um, and actually, most people meant by that uh, intimate partner violence. So they mostly were talking about um, violent encounters between sexual partners. But when we talk about gender-based violence, it's a much broader term. It includes child sexual abuse or uh, grooming, uh, pornography, uh, sexual harassment, uh, various other uh, horrors um, that are related to the fact that the person being, uh, it's, we, I, I will use victim at the moment, the, the victim is, is being attacked because of something to do with their sexuality. So it won't necessarily be that they are intimate partners. They may be um, a female child being abused by um, a man who is outside of their family unit. That's still gender-based violence, but it's not domestic violence in that the man is not in the household. Um, or it can be little boys taken to gay saunas and abused in a gay sauna. This is not um, domestic violence, strictly speaking, but it is gender-based violence. So it's a broader term. It involves some things that don't even involve physical touching, um, things like sexual harassment and pornography um, are definitely abusive. They're definitely violent to the person's psyche, but they may not involve physically being assaulted. Um, and you're quite right, my sister, about the uh, not using victim. Um, that's old-fashioned as well. And we, we're trying now to use the word survivor. Uh, and we've, we say that our, our victims become survivors by changing their mentality. And then we hope that our survivors become advocates. So uh, that's the focus of our work when we're looking at recovery. Uh, and uh, developing resilience, we, we're talking about uh, becoming so healed from the pain of the offence that we're able to talk about it openly and empower other people to follow that trail from victim to survivor to advocate. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for sharing that that perspective. Um, so yes, I get it. I get I get that you we want to expand the tent um, that we under which we want, we want to shelter all of these folks who are having those experiences. 
Uh, I'm going to take a quick break because we are at the bottom of the hour. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation about the need to increase awareness, the need to reach out and be there for, for folks who are experiencing domestic violence. And as Nkokosana said, uh, we will have to pay attention not only to the person who is the, being subjected to the violence, but try to reach the abuser and um and, and see if we can change it because obviously if you can if you can get the abuser to change then that situation gets is the best result you know it's the best outcome because then that fear goes away and, and and people can thrive so let's take a quick break when we come back we will continue the conversation that we're having on um, domestic violence awareness month stay tuned presented by People say I've got a great smile. Well, I have to say, this is all thanks to the professional team at Beacon Dental Group right here in Dorchester, Massachusetts. I've got world-class dental care. Beacon Dental Group has expert and caring staff dedicated to providing the most advanced and satisfactory treatment in all aspects of oral health. Their services are designed to meet your needs and give you a perfect smile, too. General checkups, cosmetic surgery, Gemini laser service, and advanced procedures, all in a state-of-the-art facility. Call or visit Beacon Dental Group today, 1026 Blue Hill Avenue, Dorchester, Massachusetts, or call 617-282-2146 for a smile that lights the world. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on BuyDominicaOnline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to BuyDominicaOnline.com and enjoy home away from home. Looking to promote your business? Looking to promote your business, engage current customers, and reach new people? Well, look no further. From the basic presentation to a fully-fledged advertisement, use your video ads to attract customers. At Man's Audiovisual Productions, we do just that. We produce videos for business and event promotions, product demo videos, animated explainer videos, fundraiser ads, and much, much more. Engage your clients and sell online. We customize the video to match your brand design. Guaranteed to play flawless on all devices, including smart TVs. Contact us at telephone number 203-690-4342 or 767-245-6238. Visit our website, mansaudiovisual.com. Or email us at derekvideo at gmail.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for staying with us through the break. If you joined us after we started tonight, we have 
two special guests on the program with me tonight, Ms. Enko Sazana, who is the founder and president of Voices Foundation. Uh, it, it's an organization that is based in St. Martin uh, that provides services uh, to, to folks who are involved in domestic violence. Uh, and she said that they, they reach out to both the abuser and the person who is being abused and, 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 and try to find solutions. The uh, victim support services that are being provided. Uh, also with us is Sister Tina, Tina Alexander from Lifeline Ministries. She has Lifeline Dominica, uh, offer numerous services, um, counseling uh, to, to help um, with folks who are being abused. Uh, she can be reached at 767-235-8367. That's her cell phone. And so you, you can send a WhatsApp message to that and she'll reach back to you because she may not be able to pick up at the time. So the easiest thing is WhatsApp. But if WhatsApp is not convenient because maybe sometimes you cannot talk, well, if you cannot talk, you can send a WhatsApp. Or maybe sometimes you're in a place where you just need to send a message in a hurry. Go ahead and leave a voice message or, or something. But definitely you can contact her at 767-235-8367. Enko Kozana, I want you to give your contact information because I, we didn't pick that up before before the break. Of course. My contact uh, information is 1721-5242103. I will repeat. Sure. 1721-5242103. Four two one zero three. All right. So the, is that is that a cell phone? Can you would that's you take my, WhatsApp yes, message? My, my WhatsApp as well. You can do WhatsApp as well. Yes. So so so, so great. Um, I'm going to ask both of you um, because you deal with folks who are in that in that situation, and um, you you said something about well sometimes the person will leave the situation. You, for whatever reason, sometimes you get to work with them, sometimes not, they just leave and then they go back. Um, so let's talk about that mental place, that, that, that space where that person is. And then I, I will come to you as well if you similar to, to tell us about that. But let's talk about that space because those of us around who may be trying to support, frustrated, um, we have people say, well, she like it, that's why she's there otherwise she would leave you know um some people say in dominica we have a common saying that says home trouble is not for police um very very dangerous um set of words that is so so starting with you and coco zana um talk about that talk about let us let, get 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 us get us to understand that mental space where that person is in so that we can be more empathetic to that person and be more inclined to help them even when they have relapsed, so to speak. I will start first by saying that, um, especially, well, worldwide, 
but especially in the Caribbean, it's more like um, a taboo. Uh, domestic violence or any kind of violence is it's, it's more like a taboo. It's like like what you just said, you know, what, what happens in a home, you leave it in a home. I don't want anyone to know my, none of my business. And we got to understand two things. It becomes our business because you are part of us. That's how I see it. Your business become my business because we are one. And persons that are in a relationship with our, for instance, a narcissist, and a narcissist is a person that break you down, break down everything within you, that make you believe that something is wrong with you and nothing is wrong with them. Or it don't necessarily have to be a narcissist. I just use that person because I know that we have a lot of narcissists out there that are really abusing individuals. That's that's one of their main things, to use and abuse. But you have a lot of women, or I have women that will tell me that, you know, Ms. Kusasana, I'm in a relationship, and I have been abused, but my family member don't support me, so I stay. And, of course, we can use, or they can use any excuse and not go to the real reason. But the real reason that persons stay in abusive relationship or one of them is because of very low self-esteem when they have a very very low self-esteem and they don't believe in themselves anymore and you break a person down mentally first emotionally spiritually before the physical start sometimes the physical start after or sometimes it starts before the physical abuse and then when this person feel like there is no way out or they don't have a proper job financially. They're not making enough finances so they can't support themselves and the family. So they stay in a relationship or for them, they are so in love with this person that it makes so much excuse for the abuser that when he or she is not abusing me, I know they love me. I know they love me. I know he loved me. I, and that's why he's not abu abusing me. But then again, they're living on eggshells. They can't do anything. The minute someone starts to isolate you from family and friends or telling you that you can't go here and you shouldn't wear this, you got to pay attention to these signs. Much times persons say, oh, he loves me so much and he just wants me for himself. So he's trying to, to not let me go by family because I know he loves me. And then when you realize that the person that was abusing them, they're already deep into it. So when they come out, Let's say they go into a shelter or they go by a, a family member and they have that alone time by themselves and they start to think, I should go back because this person really loved me. And when he doesn't beat me, he loved me. And or the fear, the fundamental fear of even though I am here, I know he's gonna come. I know he can find me. I know he will abuse me still. So that fear is better if I go back or I don't want him hurt family members. So then they would go back. But they use all the excuses you can think about. And for persons who are supporting victims, I, I want to say no. For persons who are supporting victors like yourself, because I'm not going to call them a victim, victors like ourselves, you have to understand two things. You got to have patience. You have to be able to listen. Sometimes just listen. Only listen. Let them know no matter what, I am here for you. I am here for you regardless. Once they genuinely feel that and know that, 
they will contact you. But if they feel like you're judging them and you're looking at them in a particular way, they're not going to open up. So you have to be altruistic and you got to be open with your own heart. But your heart has to be a heart of deep compassion and unconditional love regardless. So put no conditions on it. Many times we put a condition. Yeah, but I don't know why you don't leave because I wouldn't do that anyhow. If that happens, Megan, this, Megan, that. It's not your journey. It's not your story. It's not your life. Just listen. Just listen. Be a listening ear. And just encourage and enhance and be there. You know, the more you encourage, the more you enhance, the more you just let them know you're being there. They're submitting like a sponge. And one day they're going to say, you know what? I had enough and I'm gone. So you don't make them feel like they are victim, a victim again. Three, four times a victim. They're already getting that at home or maybe on their job. So you let them know I'm here for you regardless, regardless, regardless. And remember when your spirit and your soul is broken, that's it. That's it. Because now you feel like you're useless. So you say, and, and people say, but for instance, as an educated person, that person have a high degree, has nothing to do with it. Emotions and degree is two different things. Because when you're damaged emotionally, and I want to I stress on this as well, majority of the times we have been going through situations as a child, never spoke about it, we become an adult, but we are still emotionally that child, that broken child as an adult. And I'm saying this because, and I'll share this short little experience on myself. I was 11 years old when my father was murdered. And I miss my father so much. I grew up, I did everything as an adult. But emotionally, I was still that 11-year-old child. And when I started my studies to do social work and so to become a social worker, and was doing psychology, I recognized, I realized, I just broke down. And I wrote my father a letter telling him how I felt as a child, as a teenager, what I missed, and I was an adult. And as soon as I wrote that letter and I showed it to my friend, she said, your father's going to love this. I said, my father died like 20-something years. She said, what? I said, yes. But at that moment, I had my breakthrough. I had my life. I had my release. As you say, I had a aha moment. But for me, it was important to understand that moment. So I became no more a child emotionally. I became that adult emotionally. And that's why for me, it is so important to understand persons when they're going through the situation to listen. Because we are adults. But emotionally, sometimes we still are a child in certain areas. And we have to build that or break through that fundamental blockage that we have from a child. So certainly I hear you say about listen and, and what's coming out very clearly is if anybody's listening and you are in that situation um, or you know somebody who is, let them know that contacting somebody like you is, is a no judgment zone. Just come and somebody is going to listen to you. There is no expectation. If after you speak and you listen, you want to go back home, you go back home. Nobody is going to try to, there's no, there's no obligation, there's no commitment. Just go there and, and, and have a social time with somebody who's willing to listen 
to your side of the story and who has your back and who is empathetic to you. So Sister Tina, I'm going to come to you with a similar situation. But also I heard you in addition to, to, to the availability of listening ear and availability of being able to assist that person no matter where they are. If they need to move, we can help them move. If all they need is somebody that they feel like, okay, this person knows what's going on with me. So if anything happened, I tell I told somebody. Maybe that's all some people need. That's where they are at the time. They're not ready to leave because they have young kids or they don't have means of supporting. Whatever reason they choose that they cannot leave at the moment, sometimes it's just enough for them to know that they told somebody that if anything were to happen to them, somebody knows what was going on. But in addition to that, I heard you talk about um, going to court. Even if it gets to that stage, going to court and providing um, witness support and that sort of thing. So I want you to answer the same question that Nkokosan answered, but expand it as well into that aspect of it, because we know that folks get victimized, and when they, when they go to the system for justice, sometimes they get victimized again by what they have to go through in the justice system. So, so I, I'll give you a, a chance to just talk about those things. Well, I think I need a whole program. Um, I know. But, uh, <laughs> the issue is that when people go to, when people have to go to the police station, it can be sistersdominica.org is a website you can go on and make a report anonymously. There's also a phone number um, which you could share um, where you can make a call. It goes to Canada. It's not traceable to the person who's making the call. Sometimes the, the victims themselves make the calls or somebody who knows about them. And then that usually results in uh, CID uh, assigning somebody to investigate. Um, but it doesn't mean that the person who made the referral is ever interviewed. Um, and so we have had quite a few referrals come through that source because sometimes people are frightened to go and report because they feel that there will be some repercussions. Um, we also, I have trained the police to be more uh, sympathetic than they were originally. They were getting pretty frustrated, especially with people who went back into abusive situations. Um, but we've done some work with them to be able to be more sympathetic, um, for them to be able to empathize with the victim and understand how very traumatic it is to consider leaving a relationship especially if it involves the father of your children um, and especially if you're economically dependent on the person who's abusing you. So we have done some work there with the police on that issue and we're also working with the Bureau of Gender Affairs who have an access to legal aid because sometimes people feel they can't take action and get a um, an order to keep the person away from them because they can't afford it. But actually there is a referral pathway so that they could have that help free to do that. Um, but they need someone to stand by their shoulder, which is what we do. Um, we can't report it for them, but we can report it with them. Uh, and okay. we can also help them feel safe in the situation where they're worried about repercussions. Um, we do have a method whereby we can help them find somewhere to stay uh, at least in the short term while that's going on and indeed if anybody in Dominica is interested in providing 
uh, short-term accommodation. We have some funding, only a little bit, but we have some to uh, help with that. And it would be like an Airbnb, so that way nobody would know where they are. It's not a refuge that anyone can find. It's done on an individual basis. And so hopefully that would leave the person safer than if they were in a place that everybody knows in Dominica, because frankly, everybody knows everything in Dominica. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not a big place. Um, so do you take them outside of Dominica? You just take them to a different village? No, or we, how we, don't take, we don't take them. In fact, we don't tell you where we take them. But we do it in a, a very um, uh, anonymous type of way. So, in fact, nobody knows how it works. Okay. It's a very, it's a very private <laughs> system. Because everybody knows everybody, mm -hmm. um, it, it's a matter of being very careful about how I mean, we Very discreet, yes. Yeah. And that's what let me, let me ask. Let me ask you a question um, before we, we leave. Um, both of you guys spoke about how the abuser sort of grooms the abused uh, and we think of grooming in terms of children but adults can be groomed as well whether it's it's a mental abuse that that breaks down your self-esteem and make you live i love you so much i don't want you to work so you give up your job and then it turns out that really is because i i want to control your finances why i don't want you to work but for example in dominica so many women run businesses in Dominica, most of the major businesses and, 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 and facilities are run by women. Um, women are executives in so many positions more than before. Has that affected, has that reduced the, the, the occurrence of domestic violence significantly? The fact that women are more um, independent in terms of being able to earn Either one of you can answer, both of you can answer, but let's go with you first, Tina, since I had you on there already. Do you think, do you think we need another, another whole program on masculinity? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, um, just, because just, just give us the, the, the strong doesn't mean that the man has to feel weak. No, no, no. It, I was it doesn't that mean that the, the man has to. That, huh? uh, the, the thing but is, sometimes. Go ahead. What, what I was asking is that that is one area where women are more empowered. So because women are more empowered in that regard, do we see a reduction, the, uh, a corresponding reduction in the occurrence of gender-based violence or domestic abuse because women can now earn their own money? Do we, has that been reflected in the reduction in domestic violence? I, I haven't seen that. How about you, Nkukosana? Have you have you seen that? Um, it it it, it balances. It, it varies, and I, I would say yes. And I would say no, because you have a lot of women become more conscious, conscious aware of who they are as mm -hmm. individual in in a sense of what they want and uh -huh. um going for it. So in terms of, I don't necessarily need a man to get where I have to go. So then they are either not in a relationship or in a relationship where they decide, you know what. I decide for myself as well. Or you have women who have reached to the top and still are in abusive relationships. And still this is still emotions. Okay. You know, when you play with emotions, a whole different ball game. And of course, a lot of people are in relationship just to say, I am in a relationship. Or to say, I have a partner. 
so they were right. sitting because for, it's like more like a, a image kind of a, a facade and not necessarily that i'm in a loving caring relationship but because right. I want everyone to believe and see i am in a relationship so, 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 so it's so it's complex i i am jumping in because we, we flat out of time so i, I since you, I, you have the mic i want you to just give some closing remarks um and then i'll go to tina to to close as well okay thank you first of all i want to say thank you so much for and having me on this show this evening i am so grateful and i just want to leave with saying that um with a theme for domestic uh, violence theme for this year is everyone knows someone please just allow it to be you that is saying i am going to take the first stand and an initiative to help someone be a listening ear and look out allow them to report because if it's not reported and nothing can happen let them press charges once you press charges then you can go forward don't force anyone don't push anyone just allow them to know that you are here to empower and enhance and i want to say to the women out there and the men alike who are in abusive situation you are not alone there are persons out here that are willing to help you allow allow us to help you to be yeah, your boss come, come and we come we're willing to listen sister tina it's a pleasure having you and um we run out of time so quickly because there's so much to unpack but i want you to give some closing remarks please well just to say uh, to echo my sister there to say that you're not alone if you're in a difficult situation today it doesn't have to continue tomorrow you can take a step to get help you can call this is a really difficult time of year for lots of people in abusive situations the whole halloween thing is another host subject but if you're in trouble today you can get help and what is going on in your present can become your past instead of having to dictate your future and there is also healing possible it's possible to make sense of all that's happened to you and for you to change from a victim to a survivor and even join us in being an advocate thank you so much and i really appreciate your time uh this is so important there is there is so much more that we only scratch the surface on so it's probably that we should not wait until next october to have you back on um this should be ongoing and so we will we will um talk about it uh, we do some of the others we do um i had probably did three shows so far this day on abuse um children women workplace uh, so so this is probably our third or fourth um show on this on this topic because we just have to get rid of it and we didn't even get to talk about legislature that need to be passed and all of those things so there's a lot of areas that that we can we can flesh out a bit more and unpack but i want to say thank you very much um folks uh, I, I i i thank you for staying with us i wanted to share um the, the, the live for, for TDN Network on Facebook. Uh, the more people who can hear this information is the better. So, so share the live. We are on YouTube. Um, it is TDN Network One, TDN Network One on YouTube. And of course, you find us on Facebook. Just like us and share it. And of course, and go to Voices Foundation. We put the Facebook page up. 
search for Voices Foundation on Facebook and you will find Nkoko Zana. And um, also we have the website for um, Lifeline Ministries, Lifeline um, Dominica, where you can find Tina. Ladies, on behalf of everybody that you've helped so far, I would like to say thank you for the work that you do. Thank you for the work that you continue to do. And I wish you continued strength, continued vigor, continued um, whatever it takes to bring the resources that you've been able to bring and to help so many people that you've helped over the, over the period of time. So thank you so much. And um, one of these days, maybe we'll have a few success stories to share with um, maybe some survivors that, that we can share to give folks who are in those situations some hope to see what it looks like on the other side. Okay, so, so thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Good evening, audience and, and viewers. Uh, this has been another episode of This Week in Interview. I hope you have a great week. Uh, thank you for staying with us. Remember to subscribe and like, subscribe to our, our YouTube channel, TDN Network One, and share our like and share our, our Facebook page. And um, next week, we have a special coming up. Next week, because it's Dominican independence, we we celebrate in Dominican heritage. I think it's also, is it Antigua? I think Antigua's independence is like, is like the day before. But anyway, it's Dominican independence, and we're putting together what we're calling an independence extravaganza. And so we'll have some cultural music and all of those things going on. Um, but in the midst of it, folks, remember, remember, at this celebration times in the Caribbean, we have a tradition of increased alcohol consumption. And when you drink, go to sleep. Don't, don't try to beat up on somebody that you're supposed to love. And I'll leave it right there and say good night and thank you to all the staff behind the scenes who make this program possible. Thank you to my two guests from Voices Foundation, <coughs> Miss and Coco Sana, Ulysse from out of St. Martin, and Sister Tina Alexander of Lifeline Ministries from Dominica. Good evening, everyone, and thank you.